Ladies and gentlemen, federal employees, today we're talking about how you, as federal employees, are probably in a much better position financially for retirement than you think, especially compared to your private sector compadres, okay? Your counterparts outside the government, the things you really need to look at to compare. If you're sitting down with a friend who is a non-federal employee, they don't have a pension, they don't have a lot of the perks you have, and comparing finances, let's say you both have half a million or a million saved for retirement. Are you both in the same spot? The answer is no. You're in a much better position 99% of the time. And it's important to understand the big perks you have as a federal employee and how to compare apples to apples just to make sure you are on track. Okay, so let's dive right in. If you are new here, so good to have you. My name is Dallin Haas. I'm a financial planner who serves federal employees just like you every day to help you guys retire confident and I absolutely love it. So here's the deal. The biggest differences between private sector employees and you as a federal employee and soon to be federal retiree, there's lots of differences, but there's two benefits that are probably one of the, the, the most unique benefits that you have that I'm gonna focus on today because they're easy to quantify the benefit of it. There's lots of other perks potentially depending on your position, maybe the time off, maybe um, the work-life balance, whatever it may be, that doesn't apply to all positions by any means, but it might. So there's lots of perks for federal positions, but here are some of the big ones. Number one, you got your FEHB and your pension. Your FEHB and your pension. So if you're sitting, again, next to that private sector friend and you're comparing, let's say you're both 60 years old, you're both thinking about retirement, you both have saved about the same amount, Again, because of these two things, you're going to be ages, light years ahead of them for many different reasons. We're going to talk about why. First things first, let's talk about your health insurance. Your health insurance is rare for a couple of reasons. Number one, the government subsidizes about 70% of the premium. So if you're paying $300 a month, okay, let's say $130 every two weeks, so about $300 a month. That means for you to get that same policy and paying the entire premium by yourself, it'd be about $1,000 a month. It's a big difference. The government, again, pays about 70% of your premiums right now while you're working. And in retirement, they let you, they continue to pay those premiums, their portion of their premiums into retirement. That is very rare. Many companies do pay a piece of their employees' premiums while they're working, but to allow them to keep the health insurance into retirement and to continue paying the, the same amount, it's very rare. So keep that in mind. Okay. You've got that. And that allows you to potentially retire before 65 because many private sector employees simply can't retire before 65 because 65 is when Medicare kicks in. If they leave their job and they don't have health insurance, they can't do it. Most people can't afford to do that. And so it allows you to first to have great health insurance that's subsidized by the government into retirement, but also to potentially retire before 65 earlier than many people are able to. So that's huge. Government's going to pay a big piece of your, your, your health insurance and allow you to retire early, which retiring early, it's hard to quantify the benefit of that sometimes, put into dollars and cents, because it gives you more life and time back into your life, which, which is huge. That's number one. Okay, so FEHB is one of the huge reasons why you're probably doing better than you think, especially compared to private sector employees. Next, your pension. It is rarer and rarer to get a pension with your job. There's, there's certainly other jobs that do it. Let's say if you're working for the state or some big, big companies, they may have a pension, but these things 
are dinosaurs. They're dying off. They're going extinct. And you having one is a big deal. Let me talk you through why. Let's say, let's say you retire and you know you're going to have a pension of about $30,000 a year. Okay, $30,000 a year. How can you, how can we change this and move it over to something that we can actually uh, feel the value? Okay, what would it take? We know $30,000 a year for the rest of your life is what a pension is, right? Plus with inflation adjusted colas every single year, your pension goes up with inflation every single year, which is a huge benefit. So the question is how much money would your private sector friend, compadre, have to have saved to replicate something like that? And long story short, we could use the 4% rule. If you, you could go see my videos on that, we can use the 4% rule to estimate how much it would take, right? So if we divide by 4%, we get $750,000. Long story short, it would take $750,000 to have, to be able to create a reliable, inflation-adjusted income source every single year of $30,000 for the rest of your life. So if you and your, again, private sector compadre sitting down and say, hey, we both have half a million saved. You have that in your TSP. They have it in their 401k or 403b or whatever they have. If you both have that same amount saved, but you have a 30k pension and they don't, that's as if they had 500k and you had 1.25 million. Because again, this 30k pension is worth 750,000 about, because that's how much it would take to replace that, right? You have about 1.25 million compared to their 500,000. It's a big difference. It is a very, very big difference. So when you're comparing apples to oranges, whatever you're comparing, when you're talking with your buddies on the private sector, you have to understand some of these huge perks that you have that the vast majority of private sector employees, even at some of these big companies, they just don't enjoy there's always exceptions. I, I could be wrong about your specific situation, your spouse or whoever, your friends, but most people, most people simply would dream about this FEHB and your pension, would dream about these benefits in retirement. So keep that in mind. Hopefully that gives you some perspective. But here's the deal. Even with these, that doesn't mean all federal employees simply walk up into the sunset in retirement and they're set for life. It just, that doesn't mean that either, right? It means that you've got some great advantages, some great things going for you. But still, if you want a great retirement, if you want a retirement that you're proud of, that you don't have to stress, you don't have to pinch the pennies, it takes work, it takes effort, it takes planning. It takes a lot of planning to make sure you are set up for that kind of, kind of retirement. And it takes discipline of saving and investing and knowing all this stuff so that you can have the retirement that you want. So even though you have some advantages, you're not out of the woods yet, still gonna take some effort, right? It's just easier for you. It's easier for you than it is for other folks. So keep that in mind. I hope that's helpful. Hopefully, hopefully that gives you some perspective when comparing apples to apples with your counterparts on the outside. So I hope that's helpful. Have an incredible rest of your day. I'll see you guys next time.